0: You're listening to the Tim Price Go Harvest podcast, a podcast designed to offer practical insight and encouragement to local church ministry leaders. We're thrilled to have you join us during this second season of the podcast and invite you to help us continue to reach new people by hitting subscribe and the five-star rating. Blessings on you and your ministry. And for now, let's turn it over to Tim Price. Hello, welcome to the podcast today. I was honored to talk to Bob Pritchett, the CEO and founder of Faithlife, the creators of Logos Bible Software. It was great to hear about their organization and also great to hear his passion behind their new suite of resources that help the local church be effective to help ministry leaders from senior pastors to worship leaders be efficient in getting things ready for worship on the weekends. I love the passion behind the idea of assisting and helping frustrated ministry leaders move beyond their clunky systems into something more smooth. I'd love to have you join us as we jump into this conversation and appreciate Bob being a part of the podcast with us today. All right. It's great to uh, get together with you, Bob, and to um, connect on the podcast today and looking forward to learning a little bit about your organization and who you are and just your passion behind it. and. Um, you're you're part of the uh, faith life organization best known for the Logos Bible software. Mm-hmm. So um, we'll get to that. but how did how did you're a founder of this company, a co-founder, I guess you'd say. so yes. how did uh, how this wind up? Were you in pastoral ministry or were you uh, you know computer guy that was a Christian or how did all this start you know 25 years ago or whatever it was?
1: Well, it all started with going to a Christian school and having to do Bible homework five days a week <laughs> and uh, wanting to have a computer so I wouldn't have to use Strong's Concordance. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> in high system. school, I wrote a Bible software program and uh, just to help me search the Bible faster. And a few years later, I was looking for a hobby project with a friend and we we rewrote that Bible software program for Microsoft Windows in 1991 and uh, started the company the next year. And here we are.
0: Wow. That's, that's amazing. So it was 1991. So what is it? Is this 30 year mark?
1: Yeah, we're coming up on the 30 years of when we started on it.
0: Wow. That's hard to believe. So tell us um, a little bit about the two sides here. I know that I've looked at the website. So the faith life and then equip is, is a new thing, I guess, is this like a new aspect to
1: this? So Equip is our integrated ministry platform. So we are taking um, really tools for all the things churches need to do digitally from church management to online giving, to website hosting, all the way to digital signage and the presentation software. And we're bundling that together with Logos Bible software, uh, Faithlife TV, which is streaming courses and Christian edutainment and putting it all into one bundle for churches to really help people use technology to bring people on their faith journey with the church.
0: Huh. So is the, uh, the, the organization has obviously grown since the old days. What what kind of setup does that require in terms of, you know, the just number of people involved or, or you know, how, how do you resource all that and develop all that? Has that been a long process or?
1: Yeah. So, uh, we're over 400 people and, uh, we have over a hundred software developers, uh, which is, you know, a really large team to be focused on, on just building tools for the church. But, uh, you know, we, we go to the church, we're part of the church, we're, you know, and we can't think of anything more important to be doing than, than building tools to help churches. And for me, what, what I really get excited about is saving people time, right? I've, you know, that's what we did with Logos Bible Software for the many years we've been developing that, right? We help pastors do better Bible study faster. You know, we took out all that time that was spent finding things in paper books and looking things up in indexes and flipping through pages you know and just kind of put the pastor's entire library at their fingertips you know you know double click on the word and jump right to the greek lexicon you know mm-hmm. you don't have to pull your 10 volume kittle off the top shelf and find the right volume yeah. so <clears throat> that time saving i'm really excited about bringing that to other people in the church and you know what we do is we talk to people in the church and bring our own experience of, of working and, and being in the church and say you know, where are the bottlenecks where people are doing not the thing they signed up for, right? I mean, people go into ministry to to teach and to love people and to minister to people. They don't go into ministry to fill in forms on a computer, but you talk to so many church staff and that's what they're doing all day is filling in things on the computer or spending all yeah. morning setting up the schedule for next fall. And we want to get rid of that kind of overhead time and let people put that into the ministry and the computer can, you know, if it's done right, can take care of that stuff.
0: Yeah. That is so true. And, and guys on our church staff joke that when you get hired on at
1: our church, you have to get five new apps. <laughs> so it's like
0: every time you turn around, there's something. And so
1: that's exactly. So everybody is. should not need, uh, I've seen churches where to be a congregant who is a volunteer and a giver and a parent, you have to have five different logins to five different web services.
0: That's that is so true. So uh, uh, you mentioned saving time, which is critical, especially after a year of pandemic and everybody's kind of been on a down low anyway. And then coming back out of this, how do you like make, keep life, you know, streamlined? Like, it's just like the biggest challenge. It's almost like the year after the pandemic is a bigger challenge for leadership than the year during it in some ways. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you springboard on? So how does this equip uh, support or, you know, work with the entire church? How does that like, what's that look like?
1: Uh, It actually does in many ways, and I I really geek out about this because, like I said, my my joy is finding problems where we can get rid of overhead and time-wasting, right? So I'll give you one example. Um, You know, a lot of pastors prepare their sermons with Logos Bible software, and, uh, you know, they would do the research with Logos, and they would use Microsoft Word, let's say, to write the sermon or to write their notes for the sermon. And a few years ago, we put a sermon editor into Logos Bible software, and that sermon editor lets you write the sermon. And as you write the sermon, it makes your slides in the document. Like every time you put in a heading, it makes a slide for that heading. And every time you insert a Bible verse on its own line, it makes that slide, a slide out of that Bible verse. And every time you put two underscores around a word, it makes two slides and makes it a fill in the blank, right? And- interesting. If- it's easy to delete the slide, but it's constantly making slides for you. And then you can pick from a bunch of different gra- artists' design graphical templates and it automatically reflows and restyles all the slides. Because it's faster to edit down too many slides than it is to go make your slides. And that came from talking to pastors who said, well, you know, I write my sermon and then Friday afternoon I spend all Friday afternoon making slides. Yeah. Right. So what's That's Logos saves the pastor a ton of time that way. But what's really cool is when you're done writing your sermon in Logos, you can press a button and send your slides to proclaim our presentation software. And the worship leader, it's all in the cloud. So the worship leader could be working from home on picking songs, this church uh, admin could be putting announcements into the slides and then the pastor slides just drop in. So there's no more emailing somebody your PowerPoint or carrying a USB drive as some amazing number of churches were still doing carrying their USB drive to the computer in the back of the, the yep. sanctuary. It's all on the cloud. And then once it's in proclaim, when you present that sermon on Sunday morning and you present those slides, you can run the audio from your soundboard back into the computer that runs the slides it will start recording the audio when the sermon starts it will save the timings of the slide presentation and when the sermon's over when the service is over it will confirm the title of the sermon and everything and then it will make a video file of the slides you presented that you made in Logos Bible software with the audio of the sermon as it was delivered and it will upload that video file to your church's website and before your congregation gets home your website has the latest sermon on it and huh. that just takes so many steps out of what so many churches were doing to try to get the sermon online by Monday afternoon for the people who were sick or were on vacation or weren't there. And, and that's just part of what the system does, but that That, automation is what people get really excited about. Yeah.
0: That's, that's unreal. That's, that's awesome. I mean, all those steps you described sound (laughs) daunting all of all, but most churches have that sort of in place in some, you know, way smooth or clunky they've got a system so often clunky
1: was, with four or five people involved <laughs> yeah so
0: this it sounds like a huge benefit to a church that has a pastor and maybe a staff person as opposed mm-hmm. to a huge you know you got everybody doing that all the time full time so does it fit for people in their um you know budgets I mean, how, how does this work for a church that it, might it's be
1: super accessible we generally save churches money because we we take away multiple tools and turn it into one one thing Right. And it just, the amount of time savings is enormous, right? That the number of churches I talk to that have three calendars, you know, one on their website, one on their internally, and one that they use to publish things from it's like, we, we move it to one calendar. And if you make an announcement in the calendar, it automatically, if you make an announcement slide for a calendar item, it automatically is sent to your presentation software and it's automatically sent to digital signage. So it's on a TV in your foyer and it automatically turns off when the event is over because it knows from the beginning when it's supposed to expire. I mean, I don't know if you've ever walked into a church and seen announcements for last week's events on the screen. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, yeah, all the time, it seems like. Um, so, did, did, is there's a website included in this, like a church website? Yes. This so, is all part of this thing.
1: And it's, you know, people don't have to use all the pieces of it, right? It's a It's a whole platform, and it's kind of like, you know, I use a lot of the Google platform, but then I use, you know, Apple for some things and Microsoft for other things. And it's the same way. Some churches use the whole platform, including our website. Other churches have their own hand-built website that they really like, but then they use like an embedded widget to bring the sermons from our sermon database into their website or something like that. It's, it's very flexible, but if you want, it can really kind of automate and integrate all the pieces.
0: So, I mean, that that, sounds, it sounds really, um, it, it sounds developed based on need, which is a huge thing for, for leaders. And, um, I was thinking there's a lot of these kinds of things out there. Like there's a lot of programs in the world in terms of <laughs> database and fundraising and presentation. So what, what is it about faith life that kind of seems like it's what, what stands out?
1: What I think is different about our approach, and, and there, you're right, there's a lot of great tools and there's some fantastic stuff built in our sector by some great people, right? Because most of the tools built for the church are by somebody who works in the church or volunteers who sees a need and they go and yep. use their skills to, to deliver a solution. I mean, that's how we got into it, right? And, and that's how all the people in the field are. What I think that we're doing is we're bringing scale, right? So we have a large enough organization that we can solve a, a large number of problems in an integrated platform. And we're bringing this um, deep customer empathy, right? Our approach um, isn't like, I want to write a program that does this thing. Our approach is to, to look at what the church staff does every week and see where we could use technology to solve the problems, right? That solution of automatically recording the pastor's sermon comes from a conversation with a pastor where we said, just out of curiosity, like, how does your sermon get from being preached to being on your website? And the pastor told us about taking the SD card out of the video camera at the back on Sunday afternoon after everyone had left the church and putting the SD card in his computer and stripping the audio file, the audio stream out of the video file and then trimming it in audacity and then putting it on a shared network drive. And then the church secretary coming in on Monday morning and uploading it to the website. And like, that's where we're like, there's technology that can do this for you. And that's really our design process: is not to say, okay, we want to build a tool that you know sends text to church members or does whatever. We're like, tell us about your your day, tell us about your week, tell us about where you're bored or frustrated, and then and then we use our technical skills to solve those problems.
0: Hmm. Yeah, my 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 mind goes a lot of different directions thinking about some of that because there's so much that, uh, you know, if every church leader was starting from scratch today, like it'd almost be simpler, but you get all these little things that you have going and it just seems so daunting to change, you know, to change the system. So what, what is it that, um, you know, if a church has stuff going on or somebody already has things, does faith life equip, does it integrate some of what people have or do people have to just
1: You know, it does. It talks to a number of existing solutions and we use, you know, everything's generally open and web-based. And in some cases, what happens is we come in through one one person or one need, right? The worship leader says, you know, Proclaim is really going to save me a lot of time and make it easier to make the slides and things. And the worship leader starts using Proclaim, but then Proclaim generates a digital bulletin and then other people want to get some stuff into the digital bulletin and, you know, Then we bring in more people from the church or often we start with a pastor right because the pastor has been using the Bible software for years to prepare their sermons. To do their study and research and you you know the sermon editor leads them to realize that they can just press a button to publish the slides. And that's, that's a good example of where we do integrate with other people's process. Like that sermon editor, where you press the button to publish slides, to proclaim, to proclaim, it just publishes them in the cloud and they show up automatically, but it will also export to PowerPoint. It will also export to files. You can bring into keynote or Google slides, or, you know, we work with other tools, but we you know, want to make the, the path as smooth as we can.
0: Do you have like a, a general broad ballpark statistic of how many churches utilize some of this stuff?
1: Uh, We have 6 million people with a Faithlife account. So those are people who are using our Logos Bible software or one of our free Bible apps like the Faithlife Study Bible. Um, Proclaim is, you know, well over 10,000 churches are using our presentation software every weekend to run the slides and the screens. And we're bringing more and more of those into the other tools in in the whole suite. Mm -hmm. That's awesome.
0: And so with that many people, there's obviously a, long, a a large gamut of size of churches that use this. So mm-hmm. can you think of an example of like the smallest that you know of or the
1: largest? Uh, well, I have a very enthusiastic user with a 40-person church oh, really? and <laughs> hopes to grow it. But he uh, he loves the tools and he's the pastor and everything at the church. And But he loves technology and has everything completely digitized for his 40-person church. Um, but, you know, hopefully we'll be there to, to help him all the way through the growth of that. Um, we do have churches, you know, in the thousand plus people using the tools. I mean, right now we're, you know, an awful lot of churches in America are, you know, 120 people, right. The, yeah. you know, the, the vast majority. And in that sweet spot of, you know, of a hundred to 500, our tools are really well suited right now. And we do have some mega churches using some pieces of it, but often they have larger systems that are well established and in place. And it'll be some time as we mature our functionality to, to, you know, be easier to replace all those uh, built-in systems. Um, that's the goal is to get there. But we don't want to be in a position of just serving the mega churches. And that's why we, everything from our pricing to what we do is, you know, we want to serve the, the bulk of the churches and, and yeah. that's going to be in the, the 150 to 500 range.
0: That, that's really true. That's good. So this is just my own personal thought here. Um, our, our podcast here in our ministry, Harvest Ministry, in, in, based in Southern Illinois, St. Louis metro area is a, I guess you would describe it as a parachurch organization. Like we yeah. uh, equip worship splitters and train people and, and host conferences and all those kinds of things. Um, do you have any, is, is there any, I could see where some of this would be functional for a ministry. That's not a, you know, a typical church, but do you have any examples of people in that world that utilize these components?
1: Yes. There's various different uh, denomination offices that are using it, uh, missions organizations, parachurch ministries, um, and, you know, I said different people bring different focuses. The Proclaim software tends to be used by worship leaders. Our Faith like Music site is used by worship leaders a lot. You know, Logos is more heavily from the teaching pastors and uh, we're serving a wide spectrum. And that's really our goal is, I mean, as a company, our mission is to use technology to equip the church to grow in the light of Bible. And we feel like that gives us a, a mandate to, you know, to serve all the people in the church from the, you know, families with kids to the senior teaching pastor and all the staff.
0: That's cool. I got two more questions, and we can wind down here. I appreciate you being a part of the podcast today, but how can um, church leaders who might be interested in this, finding out more, how do they get connected to you or the organization?
1: Uh, they can just go to faithlife.com and uh, and look at the Faith Life Equip product. And of course, Logos Bible Software is at logos.com, L-O-G-O-S.
0: Faithlife.com or logos.com. And they're looking mm-hmm. up the Equip product, which is the suite of Programs integrated basically. ministry platforms, integrated ministry platforms, and those are the things that um, basically you can lead for worship and for announcements and websites and uh, attend oh, just all, all the things that you would need to say right. that, that's a, a huge benefit. So, uh, if you're listening today, um, it's great to be connected and. Um, I didn't even ask you this at the beginning, Bob, but just give us your name and, and tell us again, you know, the, the basics um, of who you are.
1: I'm Bob Pritchett. And I was, as you mentioned, one of the co-founders of Faith Life uh, back in 1991. So it's kind of I feel like in some ways it's my life's work and it's, it's been a great joy.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's awesome. It's been great to talk to you, Bob. I appreciate you signing on way out there in Arizona today. <laughs> and, um, and for everybody listening again, it's faithlife.com or logos.com, and I think this is an awesome-sounding resource for the church. And just perusing the website, uh, it's uh, it's really uh, a lot of amazing things. And so we hope that it's helpful for you. So, thanks, Tim. Yep.